Come on, y'all got it. Come on, say, my hallelujah. Good evening, everyone. This is at Jasmine Moore Model. This is here to inspire podcast show. For tonight, I'm going to talk about not giving up on life and stepping out on faith. I have a special guest with me. His name is Bishop Cortez Vaughn. He's a gospel artist. He was nominated for a Grammy and Stellar Award winner. Also, he has the song out, You Deserve It, with J.J. Harrison and the Youthful Praise Group. And it is hitting over 7 million views on YouTube. That is such a blessing. So, Mr. Bishop Cortez Vaughn, I'm going to go ahead and get started. How did your journey start with your career? Okay, well, first of all, let me say thank you for having me um, uh, with you uh, this evening. It is um honor uh, to be on, but my music um, started when I was a child. Uh, I have a musical inclined family, I guess you could say. Um, so my father used to play organ and my mother sings. Um, so I started off in church playing drums and graduated from there into playing a uh, little organ. I was the uh, music pastor at the age of 17. Um, so I've been doing this quite a long time. And then um actually was in the right place at the right time, got asked to come down to Nashville to do a record. Uh, this was back in 99, 2000, did that and ended up moving. And, and that's where I really got my first taste of music and the industry on another level. So uh, we've been rolling since about 2000 in the actual industry of music. Um, so it's, it's been a wonderful ride. That is such a blessing. Um, also, like during this journey, have you had any like rough patches along, you know, because I know like when God blesses you with a blessing, sometimes you go through trials and tribulations before that big blessing hits. Um, did you ever like occur in a situation where it was kind of rough at first? Oh, Lord, it would be a question of where to start. Uh, your statement is exactly right. I'm not, at least in my life, it has not been my story that I just get something without some kind of battle and without some kind of major sacrifice. Um, I mean, even start back in the day when I first started um, in Nashville and beyond, I mean, I've had uh, about three or four songs actually that were literally stolen from me, um, that other people took credit for, um, that I never got credit for, that literally out um, circulation, uh, even to this day, that were great songs back then. Um, so that was a, a great test, but I held on to God, and I held on to what I know he had promised me, even though I literally gave up on music. Now, that's the, that's the truth of it, is I gave up and said I would never do music again outside of just doing it in the church. And uh, God kind of just took me from that place. But even now, I mean, everybody's looking at the, uh, you know, of course, the you deserve it, J.J. Harrison, you praise that. Um, it's a lot of accolades that go with that. But they don't know the struggle um, that I've had to walk through just to get to this place. 
file, even during the course of while that song was coming out and while that song was being pushed, and probably one of the biggest problems of my life to date, I've had to walk through since then. Um, but God has been faithful. And even in the midst of me wanting to give up, I said something at the Stella Awards when we were blessed to win Song of the Year. And in my statement, um, and I've gotten inboxes about this particular statement and Facebook messages, and I mean, about just the people that it encouraged. And the statement was this, um, if you're holding on to a dream while living a nightmare, keep holding on. And sometimes in our life, we can be literally holding on to something God told us, and it, it could be in our mind and our spirit, but at the end of the day, you're really living a nightmare. Everything is falling apart. Everything is feeling like it's literally going to hell. And you're trying to hold on to what you know God promised, what you know he said. And sometimes you don't see that light, as old people say, at the end of the tunnel. Um, all you have is your faith. All you have is it's got to get better than this one day. Or all you have is a, it won't be like this always. Um, so I've had many of a plethora of obstacles. But what I've learned through it all through the years is that God is still faithful. Amen. Bless your heart. I'm so sorry that you went through that. You know, honestly, I feel like he had you go through that because he was molding you and testing your character. Even though um, you've had people that didn't give you credit for your music, you still stayed humbled. Even though you felt like giving up, I'm glad that you stayed humbled because, you know, that was a test right there. And and I'm glad you didn't give up because God has so much more for you anyway. So that's that's a good thing. Um, you know, I've been through a lot of things in life, too. Um, you know, like starting my modeling career and everything. I had a rough patch the past couple of years. Um, I was dating someone and that person was uh, physically abusive and everything. And then I went through like this darkness in my life where I wanted to give up on my modeling and everything. And I went through depression for like over a year and I just wanted to give up. And um, one day I went back to church and um, I remember uh, Pastor Junie Lassender, I had went up to the altar and he started prophesizing and he was like, you're going somewhere far in life. And I just looked at him like, what? You know, because I'm just like, yeah, right. All these things happening to my life. And he was like, God wants you to keep him first. And then he'll start opening up all these doors for you. So, you know, I felt like, you know, that was God's plan having me go to church that night. Because I feel like if I would have never had went, I probably would have just been completely lost in life so um and then after that you know I just started building my faith and started working on myself because you know like sometimes when you go through stuff in life you just feel like you just want to give up and I have people that come to me on a daily saying that you know, I've been a blessing just because I've been kind to them. You just never know what people are going through. You know, everyone has a plan in life. And, you know, you go through those trials and tribulations and people just want to give up. And then, you know, I run across people that don't have faith in God and don't even believe in God. And, you know, I try to, you know, encourage them and everything. And my question to you is, how can you convince 
people that God is real because, you know, I've tried doing that. I've kind of, you know, tried giving like examples on like that say maybe you're feeling down one day and just something just comes to your head like, oh, you should do this and it's something positive and then it, you know, it's being confirmed. Like I always tell people that's the Holy Spirit talking to you, but then some people just seem to not get it. So I don't know. How do you, how do you think people can really grow closer to Christ is what I'm saying. And how can you help them believe that God is real and that they should keep their faith? Uh, one of the biggest um, things we, any of us can use is the power of our story. Um, nowadays, we live in a, a generation where people are intrigued about other people's lives. Um, they are very fascinated by um, what goes on, somebody else's business, their relationships, uh, and people have a real interest for other people for some reason, uh, which is why reality shows do so well. And people tend to nowadays like the more drama, the more chaos, the better it is. I think one, one way of letting people know how real God is it's not being afraid of your story, not being afraid of what you've had to walk through and what he's brought you through and what he's allowed you to conquer. I think the greatest ministry tool or witnessing tool that we have are the words. The Bible says that they overcome by the words of their testimony by the blood of the Lamb. So therefore, my testimony is so powerful that it can literally let someone know, one, they're not in whatever they're in by themselves. Two, they're not the only ones that have gone through it. And three, if I can make it out, you can make it out. Or if God can do this for me, he truly can do it for you. So I think we have to not be afraid of what we where we've come from, not be afraid of what he's done in our life. Uh, you're talking to someone today. Like I said, everybody kind of sees it now when they see the music. They see, you know, I'm the bishop and we preach and we do all this. across the. I mean, God has blessed us to travel now the length and breadth literally of the country and but at the end of the day they don't see the two suicide attempts that I had. They don't see the divorce that I went through, um, that was very traumatic for me, very traumatic for my children. They don't see that. You know, all they see is I guess the glory part of it, but the glory belongs to God. But they see the victory, but not knowing that sometimes even what you see on the stage and what you see on your TV, that person is still battling. That person is still warring through some things in their own personal life. So I think the fact that we're able to overcome and then share the places we've overcome with other people and be honest about it and not um, any longer it be a sore spot for us. Um, now, I would tell anybody, if you're going to share your story, make sure it's not a sore spot for you. Make sure that it's not a place for you that's going to cause you to fall into another level of depression because you shared it. But make sure you're at a place where you really you can really share it with the freedom of God, understanding that you're helping somebody. Um, so I think that's the greatest tool. Okay? People want to see the manifestation of what you talk about. So if I'm going to talk about he's a healer, I want to be able to share the story of him healing me. Uh, if I'm going to talk about he's a deliverer, Deliverer, I want to be able to share the story of how he delivered me. You know, you shared your story about, you know, going to the church and, and, and the preacher speaking over your life, and, and now you're you're doing better. You may not be where you want to be, 
per se, but you're doing better than you were. That's a testimony, you know. And, and then we got to teach people, too, at the end of the day, to, that I know we got these big pictures that we want God to do, but we got to thank him for the small victories along the journey. You know, and sometimes it's the small victories that become your biggest encouragement. That I may not have all the money I want, but I thank him that I don't have a bill this late this month. I don't have a bill that's like this week. I don't have all the money that I want, but I'm not starving today. You know, I was able to pay my insurance. I was able to take care of my car. There's people out here that are literally, if they had that, it's a miracle. If they had the, the lunch money, it's a miracle. So I think we ought to take advantage of the small victories and, and, and share even those victories with someone and, and watch their lives change because our life has already changed. Amen. I feel in my spirit that you are just truly humbled. And I like that about you. You're not just talking, but you're actually walking, you know, being a Christian man. And that's such a blessing. And that's really going to touch a lot of people's lives. Um, And you're right. We have to be grateful for the little things that we have. Because um, just last summer, you know, um, I was homeless with my mom and we were we were in the car for I would say about three months with the dogs and it wasn't easy but God got us through it and we're in a house now and everything's good so you know like you were saying you look at people and you think that they're doing so well but you really don't know what's going on behind closed doors I mean somebody could look good look like they have money but that might not be the case so yeah definitely so um I feel like people should, you know, be grateful for what they have because their situation could be worse than others. And also, when you see people, I feel like you should always stay humble and treat everyone with love because, you know, we're not better than no one. You know, we're not above anybody else. I mean, the only person that we should be, um, you know, having highly above us is God because, you know, God should always be first at all times. Um, also, um, do you have any future goals during your, um, career? I know you're doing music and everything. Like, are you wanting to get into movies or anything? Like, cause I'm sure God has more plans for you. Right. Um, literally, um, I, I, I want to more so than, I mean, movies are great. I mean, it's, it's, if the Lord wants to do it, I'm totally on board with that. So. Uh, let's make it happen, Jesus. But at the end of the day, one of my one of my main goals is to I want to be a part, if not um, the visionary for, is to open up a school for gifted children. What I mean by gifted, not necessarily gifted like um, special needs, but gifted in the arts. Um, what I've learned is a lot of our children who are um, like yourself, could be models, could be actors, musicians, is that our school systems, well, at least where I am, we don't have schools that tailor and that will encourage that environment or encourage those gifting. So I would like to eventually either help or um, be the spearhead to open a school that deals specifically with those who are gifted in the arts, be that music, be that acting, um, just a school of the arts where we're able to identify so that kid that can't help 
felt it that all he or she hears is music 24 hours a day because it's in their head that that regular teacher sometimes don't know how to deal with them. You know, with, with that young lady that is literally gifted to model, so you think she's trying to act like she's all that, but no, she's actually acting or walking out what she's been gifted to do. Um, where we don't kill their confidence, but we give them environments to build their confidence in who they are. Um, actors, those who um, can be multiple people on a stage or multiple voices, that's not something we have to look down on, but we put them in an environment where they're able to flourish and able to move in and out of different characters and scenes and whatnot like that. So that's one of my uh, main goals that I would like to accomplish before the Lord would call me home is to be able to be a part again or spearhead an actual performing arts academy that allows children specifically with gifting in the arts um, to grow, um, to be uh, matured and um, to be just cared for so they don't have to feel strange. They don't have to feel like an eyeball um, because you can sing or because you love music or because you are um, so much of a genius that you don't fit in with everybody else. But to let them know that there's a place, almost like a uh, professor um, with the X-Men, there's a place you can come that we can deal in those giftings and help you do what you need to do. Amen. Well, you're definitely blessing God's kingdom right now. and You're going to keep blessing his kingdom. Um, so before we wrap this podcast up, um, would you be able to sing something for us or would you like to do a prayer for us? Um, you could choose either one. I don't mind. <laughs> it, it might be easier to pray due to allergies and sinuses. Okay. Uh, she said, I don't want to hear that foolishness. Uh, congestion to Jack Young. But um, I, I, I had no problem praying. I love to pray anyway. Um, so, Father God, we thank you uh, first for another day that you have blessed us to see that you breathe the breath of life into us. Um, we thank you for Miss Jasmine. We thank you for the things you've given her heart to do. Uh, you've given her in her mind to accomplish. God, we thank you for the goals that she has um, that you are literally um, going to manifest for her as her um, focus is what it is and it, it stays on you and it continues to grow and she continues to grow in you. We thank you for the manifestation of your promises over her life. God, and I thank you for everyone that is listening to us. God, and I pray that for that person who says that their relationship is not what it needs to be with you, God, I pray now that you will wrap your arms around them, that they will feel the love of heaven around them, that they will feel the love of angels. Uh, <coughs> embrace them and be with them. God, I pray for that person who feels like they have nothing to offer. God, I pray that you will ignite a fire in them that allows them to see their self-worth. I pray that in the midst of obstacles, in the midst of disappointment, in the midst of what they consider to be failure, I pray that you will encourage them, God, to know that they will not get a no for the rest of their life, but their yes is on the way. God, I thank you that you have not left us yet. And if the enemy would have had his way, he would have killed us a long time ago. For that person that's listening, since they're able to hear us, since they're able to hear um, this message and this moment, God, I pray that the encouragement of the Lord will rest upon their heart, their spirit, and their soul. I pray that 
their mind will be eased. I pray that they will understand their purpose is bigger than that than than anything that they could have won, gone through. I pray that they know today that their destiny is bigger than their disaster. That nothing they will go through is greater than what they're going into. That there's promise waiting on them. There is purpose waiting on them. That change is right around the corner. And thank you, God, that you allowed them, even when they didn't know you were, to allow them to hold on because change was coming. So, God, we send a message to the nations. We send a message to the people. We send a message to the old and the young that change is on the way to each one of our lives. Change for the better. Change for the best. God, let that person know that even the next move that they're thinking about making, their next move is their best move. Let them know that you have not forgotten about them, but they are still on your mind. And, God, I pray that they will give you glory because we're going to give you glory. God, I pray as we give you glory, manifestation continues to happen in our lives, God. And we thank you for all these things, and we count it done in your son, Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Bishop Cortez. Yes, ma'am. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast this evening, and I hope everyone have a blessed one. Thank you.